0: Good morning, it is really, truly good to be here today with you all. As you've heard, I was a child of this church years ago, and I continue to be this, the child of this church. God began a work in me years ago, and it culminated in me having a call to ministry. So never fear, what you are doing today may be planting a seed in tomorrow or future tomorrows. So not to compare myself with Jesus, but when he tried to preach in his hometown, they tried to throw him off a cliff. So let's hope we go a little bit better than that today. When I was in seminary, I had the privilege of serving as one of the chaplains at a nearby urban ministries organization. Mostly, these were friends who were currently without homes. There, I was able to assemble a 30-minute worship of singing, scripture reading, a brief reflection or conversation with those in attendance, and sometimes more. During Holy Week, I offered a hand washing and blessing ceremony for those who wished to participate. Each person raised their hands above the basin so that I could wash their hands and speak a blessing over them and their lives, then gently drying their hands. When looking into their beautiful eyes, I was seeing the face of God looking back at me, and this moved me deeply. Apparently, so were they, based on some of the responses during and after worship. One person openly wept while I was washing her hands. One couple came together to be blessed together. And one man said to me after, it was the first time in years anyone had ever touched him, let alone offered a blessing over him. Friends, I was standing on holy ground, and a bit of heaven was staring back at me. Our gospel text today is one of the most lovely and idyllic of all of the commands Jesus makes of his followers. Jesus is close to ascending to heaven, leaving this realm of humanity, and he makes a final command, love one another as I have loved you. Couple that with Peter's dream vision, and we have a serious social justice gospel on our hands. In his vision, Peter is to dine on food and with folks who in that time were classified as unclean. Peter did not believe that Jesus' gospel message of good news and love for all included the Gentiles. Wait a minute. Are we really going down that road again with Peter? How many chances does he get? Peter goes back and forth between adoration of Jesus and his teachings to denial of even knowing him. Mary Magdalene gives her account of seeing her Lord at the tomb and is told, go and tell the others. But Peter doesn't believe her. This saga involving Peter Whether or not he fully grasps what God is wanting for him and for us boils down to sufficient grace for all people for which whom he is charged to nurture. This grace is enough for each one of us as well. Even when Peter tends to fumble, he does manage to eventually get it right and knows what God is asking him to accomplish. And thank God we have Peter to help guide our way through these lessons. Truth be told, I've been Peter. Maybe you have as well. The Greek understanding of unclean and impure are used interchangeably. But that is not what is understood in the Hebrew text. Recall with me in the text of Acts, the vantage point of the story is told with Hebrew practices in mind. What God, through the laws of Leviticus, has for the Hebrew people is unclean and clean. There is a difference that needs to be addressed. The notion of impure was not part of the command given to Moses for the Hebrew people. It was about being clean. God made everything and called it good. God would not have made anything not good to trip us up, causing us to fall short. When we understand that the Levitical laws were put into place for the Hebrew people to be set apart from the rest of society, not because they were better than the rest, rather so that they could more easily follow a right path with God. It was in the following of these laws they would be aided in their relationship with God in heart and mind, not to be distracted by the conditions of the rest of society. Keeping the body clean, wearing single fiber clothing, cooking food separately, making blood and burnt sacrifices to God in the temple, were always the Hebrew people were showing their love and adoration to the one who freed them from slavery in Egypt. These were long-held practices within the Jewish faith, a means to draw closer to Creator. The Jewish people are not alone. Other religious traditions have food restrictions intended to place focus on God rather than self. Our sisters and brothers of the Islamic faith are currently in their festival month of Ramadan. They are fasting from dusk to dawn for a month. Many Christians observe a type of fasting during Lenten season. Each practice is aimed at focusing the believer on God, not on self. These practices are individual and communal alike. I think we can give Peter some slack for not understanding why the voice from heaven in his vision was instructing him to break protocol. We find that in verse 9. What God has made clean, you must not call profane. Peter was beginning to grasp his ministry for Jesus in tending his sheep. These Gentile people were Jesus's sheep as well. No one is forgotten. Peter was reconciling Jesus's final command to love one another while tending this Gentile flock. He was understanding that they too were invited into the agape love of God, the immeasurable love for humankind. It is perfect and unconditional. It is pure and sacrificial. He is now thinking differently about who is included in this love and grace. This is Peter's charge. And friends, it is our charge as well. The possibility of hope lies within the gospel and example of Jesus and is made manifest in all of us through the community in which we we create. As followers of the way of Jesus, it is incumbent upon all of us to stand together, bound by the love of God. Isn't this the hope we've all been hoping for? This embracing love that includes all of us, even those of us in society, whom society has shunned or ostracized just because of the melanin on their skin or who they love or which zip code they may reside. That's if there is a place in which to reside. This love that not only includes all of us and all of who we are, longs for us to come together and be made known. It requires us to change our thinking and change our behaving with one another. We must examine our old ways and expect them and are behaving with one another. We must see how these old ways must change because we expect a new hope, a new creation. This radical love that expands into making a reality out of dinner tables filled with nutritious foods, classrooms stocked with proper and sufficient supplies to teach and learn, Jobs that inspire creativity, offering incomes that are commensurate to the cost of living, affording families time together instead of time spent, two or three jobs, just to pay the rent. It expands to quality health care for everyone and to the freedom of being able to walk the streets of our country and the world with a sense of purpose and safety. This list could go on. Jesus offered a simple solution— Love one another. We have this ability to do that, to love with deep compassion, care, and respect. And in so doing, we resist the swelling tide of us versus them, right versus wrong, black versus white, police versus citizen, rich versus poor. Jesus wiped that slate clean when he gave himself to be the final sacrifice to God on our behalf. He told us we are all enough. Peter came to understand this when he said, Who was I that I could hinder God? He realized in the vision as well, as with the Gentile family in Caesarea, God was using him to create beloved community. Friends, God makes a way with or without us. I believe God deeply desires us to join in that way-making of community, where everyone has a place at the table, where there are no more outcasts, only love, a love that is enough. In the end, I realized at the Urban Ministry Organization and elsewhere, It didn't matter what was the scripture reading or the hymn that was sung or even the prayer that was spoken. What mattered most was, were these beloved children of God loved and did they feel it? Amen.